Welcome to Creative Friday. Mark Danolo, Art School MBA and CEO of Sales Globe here. I'm going to talk about a really important topic today, and I'm going to share a valuable formula with you about understanding information and creating vision in an opening meeting. So this is part one of two, because we've got so much information to share here. Okay, so there are nine elements to having an effective discovery conversation. And the first one starts before you even have the conversation, and that's preparing with a conversation structure. This is pre-meeting, pre-conversation. So how many meetings have you gone into or maybe gone into with somebody else where you had time before, but you really didn't plan it out effectively? You had done a number of them like this before. You just went in and you just did it, and then and you came out and you're like, well, that didn't go so well, or maybe you didn't realize how well it didn't go until you were missing some information later on. Well, the key is preparing a conversation structure so you know how you want to enter in, you know the information you want to get, you know what you want to learn, and you're going to be able to communicate that when you get the meeting started. So as you go into your meeting, rule number one is don't start talking about the topic right away. You want to enter human. You don't want to enter business. When you enter business, that makes the conversation harder. You want to enter human because it really sets a, a, a pace. It establishes a rapport for the conversation. So enter human and, um, you know, this is not one of those cheesy sales things. It's not like looking at the wall and seeing is there a certain type of picture or diploma or something. It's just talking to the person and, and getting to know them a little bit. And as you're doing that, we want to draw upon step number one, your conversation structure, and you want to frame the conversation. So in any good meeting, I want the person to know what we want to cover and where we're going to come out. And at the end of the meeting, we also want to sum up in that way, right? So framing the conversation is setting the context. It's setting what you want to learn, setting what you would like them to do, what their participation is before you start the meeting. Step number three. Okay, this is where you're going to start to get input. And the next couple steps, step number three and step number four about listening and empathizing. So what we're doing is we're receiving information. Now, what we're not doing is we're not sharing information. We're not giving them anything. We're not showing them a brochure. We're not showing them materials. We're not, we're not telling them what we think. We just want to listen. And in step number three, we want to understand their challenges. And with the things that they're dealing with, what impact are they having? What are they feeling from those challenges? And you want to start to distill and you want to simplify the relationship of those different challenges or those different issues that they're having. And one of the traps that you could run into is if you understand the topic, you can very often take things that they say to you and you can interpret them to what it means to you. And it may not be what they mean. So one good example is they might say, well, we really need to fix our sales strategy. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So you then interpret, I know what a sales strategy is and, and I know how to fix one. So we start operating on that premise, on that understanding. And then what you find out later on is the person in your meeting, your client, and you were actually talking about two different things. Um, I, I ran into this a while back when a, a client was talking about, we need help with deployment. Okay, well, I know what deployment looks like. That's territories. That's account assignments. Well, what they actually meant was they meant go-to-market strategy, Right. So what I like to do is I like to ask the very simple question. Well, when you say sales strategy, Joe, what do, you, what do you mean by sales strategy? What does that mean to you? And that sounds like a fundamental question, but when you ask that question, they'll respond back and they'll say, oh, well, that means this, this, and this. 
So it's key to get that understanding of what that means to them. Step number four. So you've been listening and you've been kind of responding back uh, and understanding. What you now want to do is you want to clarify and you want to reframe the problem, right? So if you're just listening and you're just understanding their challenges, you're not really adding any value. What you want to do here is you want to take that list of things that they've given you because most situations are going to give you a list of things that they're trying to deal with, list of list of challenges, list of problems. If they're like most clients or most customers I've seen, they haven't really organized their thinking structurally. So they're just kind of dumping it out all over the table. So your job here is to find the components and how those components fit together. And usually what I'll see is after they've listed all these things, I'll see relationships between those components they've listed. So for example, I was talking to a client a few weeks ago and they were talking about what they needed in terms of results from a project and all the different different areas they were dealing with. And as I looked at it, I said, well, it looks like it really fits in these three or four major components. You need a strategic framework. You need the markets to have flexibility within that framework. And then you need to get a certain level of productivity and motivation out of it. That's going to then be scalable as you grow the business. And it's funny, and the whole time they've been talking about all these challenges probably over a period of weeks, this is the first time that they actually saw it all come together in one piece. And they said, yeah, that's exactly what I mean. And what I did is I drew that. I drew it as a picture. And so if you're in the room with somebody, you can get up and draw it on the whiteboard, or I actually just drew it on my iPad and I sent it to them during the call. And they looked at it, and now we had memorialized an illustration, a picture of what the challenge looked like and what they were trying to solve for. And by doing that, you're then fixating on the same thing with your client. You're both seeing the same thing. So you you now have a common point to start from versus taking the information and then trying to interpret it after the meeting and, and your interpretation is way off. So right there, you've made huge steps by doing that. So let's pause here and we'll pick up on the next steps of the formula in the next episode. So hope you enjoy this and use it in your Creative Friday.